ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Phone lines this hour. 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Brought to you by White Claw. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. Our text line is open as well. 304-523-2275. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're going to hear from Tony Kemper a little bit later on. I had a chance to catch up with him, be a part of his presser from earlier in the afternoon. Also, Kia Sibbles, we'll hear from her. Thundering Herd's looking pretty good right now. Five-game winning streak. They're looking real good on the women's side. I'm happy for Coach Kemper. So we're going to hear from him a little bit later on. We'll get your phone calls in. As I mentioned, we're going to open up that text line for you. Last night, national championship. How many of you had to tune back into it after you saw that it was actually becoming a better game? Georgia defeated Alabama 33-18 last night to claim the national championship That's Georgia's first national championship since 1980. I think I was nine maybe when they won that last. I think I was nine. Yeah, I had to probably be eight or nine when they they won that last. So congratulations to Georgia winning the national championship. I had to come back into it. 10.30 last night, I flipped over. I said, nope, this is boring. 9.6, it's a field goal fest. I'll turn the radio feed on a little bit louder so I can keep that in the background. I watched hockey last night. And for my troubles, the Rangers lost. It was a competitive game, but they lost. And so then I flipped back to the national championship. Oh, okay, this fourth quarter is getting pretty good. So congratulations once again to Georgia. Now, football's done except for the NFL. So that's what's next on the agenda. We've got the Bengals coming up this weekend. We've got the NFL playoffs. We'll have all of that for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, Something that's happening today, I really didn't know about it because it's not televised. It's on YouTube. That's not the way to run your draft. Then again, how many drafts do you actually watch? Do you watch the NFL draft? Yeah, it's a made-for-TV event. Do you watch the baseball draft? No, you don't. NBA, yeah. Hockey, I don't even watch the hockey draft unless my team's drafting. You know, I keep an eye on it. It's really it's just it's it's awkward the way they do these things. And MLS sounds like it's uh it's just as awkward. And I want to introduce onto the program we've got a, a new intern. We're not replacing the old one just yet, even though I do have a funny story. Uh, the old one's not here today, and thankfully the new one didn't get a ride with him last night. Uh so Jaden has been our intern for the last semester, and Jaden was involved in a vehicle accident. His car flipped yesterday. He's okay. I wouldn't be telling you this if he, he wasn't okay, but uh, he hit some black ice here in Huntington. His vehicle flips, and then I get a phone call. It's from him. I don't get a chance to pick it up, and then I get a text. Hey, I'm not coming in to, to work tomorrow. No, actually, the text was, uh, I just got out of this crash, sent me the story on WSAZ. I don't think I'll be making it in tomorrow. And I just found out that our our new intern was supposed to be in the vehicle with him, or at least could have been in the vehicle with him. And I've got from the Marshall soccer team, I guess former now, former Marshall soccer player, Ryan Sirk is with us. So he is on reminding me today that the 
MLS draft is going on. I'm like, great. You can tell me all about it because he's eligible to be drafted. So we're waiting right now for you just to get the call that you've been drafted and you're going to leave just in the middle of the show. You'll get that phone call, leave, and you're going to go play for, uh, I don't know, do you have a dream team you would play for? I mean, I wouldn't mind playing for anyone, really, but I don't think that's realistic. Honestly, I am a senior, and I did play all four years at Marshall, so I am technically eligible. I'm a free agent. Anyone can pick me up tonight. FC Cincinnati, you like them? You want to go with a winner, maybe? I mean, FC Cincinnati's the closest. I'm from Arizona, so they don't have an MLS team, unfortunately, but anyone here in California would do. Okay. So anywhere like that. But Se- Seattle was Seattle Sounders, maybe? What was that, sorry? Seattle Sounders, maybe? You go with them? Yeah. I mean, I'm more of a, a warm climate guy, so Florida would be very nice okay. as well. Okay. Gotcha. You're a warm climate guy, but yet you, you went to you went to Marshall. It's not warm here. I, I was in for a bit of a rude awakening with that because I had never been to West Virginia. I only knew West Virginia and Marshall from the movie. I came here in hopes of just playing college soccer. They were ranked, I think, 120th when I got here. And if you're from Huntington, West Virginia, then you know what has become with the soccer team. I'm not claiming any credit at all. <laughs> but moving on from that to the MLS draft is that there are some players that are projected to get drafted from the Marshall team that a lot of people here in Huntington might know the names of. Pedro Dolabella, Vitor Diaz, and Nathan Dos Santos are all, they're the top three here at Marshall, and they are all eligible. The problem is that MLS has a lot of problems with the draft as it is already. As you mentioned, Paul, that they don't televise the draft. It's all on YouTube. It took me long enough to find it, and the stream was terrible. I couldn't watch it. It was lagging, and it wasn't my internet. I know that for a fact because the ads streamed perfectly fine. So the MLS has a lot of problems to deal with there. But the biggest problem, as I was mentioning, is that they can only have seven international players on the roster. And if you watched Marshall Soccer last year, you'd know that Pedro Dolabella and Vitor Diaz are internationals. They're not Americans. Nathan Dos Santos isn't either, but he is Canadian. And that counts as American in MLS standards because there are Canadian teams on in the MLS. So the problem is, is that the teams only have seven international roster spots, and they probably won't use that on a college student, Paul. Okay. So we'll keep our eyes and ears uh, open, and we'll watch and listen to see if that happens. Do you feel that those rules are beneficial as someone who is eligible at the same time, you know, you're, you're a native the MLS was set up years ago to give opportunities for uh, soccer to grow in America, and maybe it doesn't benefit growth of soccer if you have too many superstars from other countries or talent from other countries uh, filling up those rosters because that sort of defeats the purpose of trying to grow the sport. You're growing the fan base, you're growing the viewership, but at the same time, are you growing the actual talent pool? So do you, you like that rule? It's a tough topic because a lot of the great talents from the MLS that are still young, they end up going to Europe anyway, and everyone wants to play in Europe regardless of how good the MLS will be. I always think Europe, European soccer will be better. So for me personally, I want to see the best soccer available in the U.S., which includes internationals. International players 
overall are better than American players. And it's just weird for me to say that I have a better chance getting drafted than a lot of very good international players just because I am American and it, that it has nothing to do with skill set. But on the flip side, as you mentioned, Paul, is that the American national team hasn't done much as of late in World Cups or Olympics, and that's potentially because we aren't growing our own talent and the internationals are holding us back because of that. And that happens in college soccer. A lot of Americans don't get opportunities because of international players. But if you are a a viewer, you want to see the best possible soccer. To catch tw- it's seriously catch-22, though, because if the talent's there, you want to go out and get the best talent for your team, and you were on a very talented team It had a nice mix of uh, American players and international players, part of a, a national championship – I don't think anyone outside of maybe the soccer world really cared what the roster makeup of that team was. I and mean, the fans didn't care. All they knew were these were players that played for Marshall, and you yourself included. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if your favorite team that you grew up watching, the college you went to, wins a national championship, you don't care where they're from. It doesn't matter. I mean, if I'm from Arizona— coming here to win a national championship. I'm not from West Virginia, but everyone here in West Virginia, in Huntington, appreciates everyone that goes to Marshall. It doesn't matter. They all kind of fall together. And as Chris Grassi always told us, is that nobody takes care of the herd because the herd takes care of itself. And that applies all around Huntington. And I'm sure the international players that I mentioned feel as though Huntington is their home away from home because that's kind of how I feel. And I live a four-hour plane ride away. How many Chris Grassy isms will we get during your tenure here? How can you write a book? If there's going to be like a, a a daily Chris Grassy quote you can share, that might be a feature. If I'm allowed to share some of them, I will. Uh, some I'm sure I can't, and others I definitely will, but want to. All right, we'll keep an eye on what's happening with the MLS. We've got Tony Kemper on the other side of the break. We're going to hear from him, had a chance to catch up with him. Also, we'll hear from Kia Silvis, get her thoughts on, so far, it's been a a nice run for the Thundering Herd after a four-game losing streak. Their Herd's on a five-game winning streak. Conference USA action is going to heat up for them. We'll hear from both. We'll get your phone calls in and your texts. You can do that. On the phone line, it's 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. The text line is 304-523-2275. So you've got all those numbers now. You can find me on Twitter as well, at Paul Swan. So take advantage of all those platforms. When we continue, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper. We'll talk Marshall women's basketball when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Tuesday, January 11th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host, producer this afternoon, Ryan Cirk. Take your phone calls. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We're going to open up the text line for you as well. You can do that anytime. You guys seem to like to text a little bit more. I don't know. Is it, is it the millennials, the Gen Zers? You guys text a lot. 
We don't take uh, TikTok questions just yet. We're working on that, though. Uh, text lines 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. I had a chance earlier to hop on with Tony Kemper. I didn't think I was going to make it today, but I was able to. Tony Kemper feeling good about his team right now, thundering herd after suffering four competitive losses. Marshall could have won, I believe, all four of those games. Didn't do it. However, things have turned around. Marshall's now on a win streak. That's good for this team. And so, Thundering Herd getting set once again, going back on the road. The Marshall men are home, so the women are on the road as the schedule flips. So, when the women are home, the men will be on the road. And Tony Kemper, when talking to him earlier, um, he brought Kia Civils with him as part of his presser. And so he alludes to her, so we're going to hear from her after his comments, but he sets up the week for us with his opening remarks. Um, obviously, good, good, another good win down in Florida. Um, I thought the team was uh, obviously did a nice job of playing hard throughout. I think defensively we were really consistent. When, uh, when offense wasn't going well, we stayed in there on the – you know, the defensive end, which allowed us to be there when offense started to go well, you know. And then obviously we did have a point in the game where it really flipped for us and, and uh, made a bunch of shots and, and got out of there with the win. So, you know, learning how to do that, and I, I think it's, it's been a process. Um, you know, we, I think we let some get away in the fourth quarter earlier in the year, and uh, we were right in that same situation again. And really had a, multiple people step up and do a lot of really good things. So, um, you know, I, I, it, it's it's awesome. we got a lot of people on here. I think, you know, I know our team, when you look at on here being this press conference and, and here following us, and I appreciate it, and I know our players do too, um, when you look at Twitter and whatever, that people that come watch this group play, they really like to watch them play. And I wish we had a home game this week because I think we would have a great – you know, really good crowd. We got to find a way to go win two more. Um, you know, so that hopefully uh, when we get back, there's a there's a good crowd in here. But they uh, they play really hard together, um, and they're having a lot of fun. And you're gonna talk to Kia Civils here after me, and I think I have no idea what her stats say. Um, they don't say a lot productivity wise, but she's a huge leader on our team. Um, I don't know how she feels, but I, I feel like she has more influence on this group right now than she's ever had here. And I think you see that with uh, – and influence just understanding how to accept roles and unselfish. And they're, they're having a lot of fun because they're, they're celebrating each other's good days, basically. And that is what you try to get done – you know, to be successful as a team. And this, this group, their chemistry is really, really good right now. Our, our challenge is continuing that now for, I mean, I wish we were going to the tournament soon. They're playing really well. They're playing well together. They're playing tough. We've got to continue to grow for two more months, you know. Do we have room to grow? Yes. Offensively, I think you see that. Um, you know, and at the same time, we, we won a game on the road without our second-leading score, somebody that averages 14 points a game. So how is our offense? I mean, sometimes it takes a little bit to figure out how to fill that hole. Um, 
You know, so I think there was – you can look at the stats and say we didn't play that well on the offensive end. You can also look at it and say, you know, that was a pretty big loss out there that we were trying to figure out how to cover, you know, cover that hole. So um, I'm excited to have Keo on here. I, I think that we have gotten – I was trying to uh, remember the stats on this. I think our bench has gotten a positive bench warning four games in a row. For, I've got to go over there and tell them, you can wave your towel, you can yell, scream, clap, bark, we do growl, we do all kinds of stuff over there. But they have to be off the floor to do that. You know, you can't run to half court to celebrate those threes anymore. So um, the, the officials have been great about the positivity. Um, I think anybody in our game wants that. Um, like I told you, I hear a lot of people that watch us that enjoy that part of it. So they've been great about, hey, they're super positive. They're having fun. They just can't be seven steps on the floor when they're doing it. So we got to go. We talk about that in timeouts, and then we talk about, you know, the things we're going to do to hopefully make some baskets and get stops. But I'm glad Kia's here to talk about that today. She, she's been one of the most consistent human beings that I've ever been around. Um, I, I think her worst day here is probably a B plus. You know, and that's no exaggeration. I, I never have to tell her, you know, you're not playing very hard. Um, and that's kind of the leadership that I'm talking about and the influence on our team that I think um, you see it throughout. we got a whole bunch of people make, doing those little tough things that Kia Sills has always done. So um, it's a long opening statement, but wanted to talk about some of that stuff. And, and really my reasoning for bringing Kia today, I think she's a – She's a leader over there for it's a group of, of uh, people that are really doing a lot of good things with each other right now. She's a leader, but yet there are bench warnings. Is that a yellow card? It's a yellow card. You get put in the uh, official's notebook for that. So when we had a chance to catch up with Kia after Coach Kemper was done, and we got plenty of Coach Kemper to get to, Kia was asked the question, about those bench warming warnings how much involvement is she how much a part is she in those bench warnings probably all of them i get pretty hype on the bench (laughs) (laughs) she does get hype on the bench and that's a good thing though they're having a good time you don't want a team that's all tight on the bench right you don't want them worried they're having fun they're seeing big place or getting into the game you want your team with energy on and off the bench and she talked about how the team is coming together and that kind of expands on that whole there's a lot of energy going on on that bench it's just it's just good to see that we're all just coming together and we're just like all just the one goal is just to win and I just feel like we just all when you see the hypeness and the energy it just shows that we all care for each other and that we just all want our one common thing is just to win and just want want what's best for each other as well so I asked her the team's gotten to the point now where you get off a losing streak and you've won several in a row it's been a reversal of fortune and I want to know from her you know what has led to that recent success and she said it was confidence um, just confidence. Um, I know that, you know, when I know it's not going our way, we just always have to 
go out there and play hard. And that's one thing that I can say, like, our team does. We play really, really hard. Um, we're, we're hustling to the, those loose balls. We're doing all the things that people, you know, people wouldn't do. So it's just I feel like if we're, when we're all coming together and we're all hustling and all having that energy, that's when our just confidence goes up. Something else you talked about when we were speaking with her earlier, she mentioned the fact that this team likes each other. They get along. They're having fun, as you can hear, on the bench. They're working well together. They really get along. And she talked about that chemistry has also been important for this team for this recent success. Yes, definitely. We definitely have a chemistry off the court. You know, sometimes when we have our off days, we're like, oh my gosh, we missed you guys because we just haven't seen them. And it's just, it's so good to be around uh, with those girls because they're literally practically like my sisters. And we talk about everything um, and we just always joke and laugh about the little things. And I just love it. (laughs) Makes those bus trips a lot more entertaining for sure. Uh, You wouldn't know anything about those bus trips, right? The men's soccer team gets chartered everywhere now, Ryan. You win the national championship. You guys get chauffeured around, right? It's 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 night and day compared to the other programs over there. I mean, yeah, a lot of private jets, all of this. No. Yeah. I, I wish it was like that, but we still had to pay our dues, so to say. Well, how important is that for a team to have that chemistry, what she's talking about, to get along, to, to actually genuinely like each other on and off the court or off the pitch? I think that's the most important thing for a team, and that's – what separated when we won the national championship to this season is that we liked each other a whole lot more because I, I don't know what it was, really, is that it was just, it felt right. Everything felt right. It was like we were a family, and being a family is the most important thing in sports. Regardless of talent, if you don't like who you're playing with, you're never going to win. So this past season, you guys couldn't stand each other, right? Is that the, is the one I'm hearing here? You just couldn't, didn't like each other. I don't think we that's don't like the case. We like each other as much. All right? I mean, people were ready to move on to pro careers, and I'm not saying we didn't we hated each other, but it wasn't the same. How's that draft board looking, by the way? We're we're keeping an eye on that. You haven't got the phone call yet because you're still here. The first round just ended, so I'm hoping it's only four rounds. So I still got. We're only a quarter of the way through. I got plenty of time before my name is called. This on this is on YouTube now, not ESPN Plus. YouTube. Yep, and as I mentioned, the stream wasn't very good, but it's on YouTube. You look up MLS Draft 2022 if you want to watch that while listening to us, because I don't think they have any commentary for the second, third, and fourth round. So it's it's all up to us now. All right, we're waiting. Ryan Sirk, our intern, for one day because he'll be drafted by the MLS. Be walking out of here uh, sometime in the next thirty minutes uh, with that contract in hand telling me that thanks for the internship opportunity. I'll see you in 10, 15 years when my career is over. Quick timeout. We come back. We're going to hear a little bit more from Tony Kemper. We're going to check that MLS tracker as well. Your phone calls are welcome. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. That's the White Claw Hard Seltzer phone line. It's made pure, by the way. Our text line is open as well. 304-523-5255. More coming up with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Tuesday, January 11th edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host. 
still time for your text 304-523-2275 uh, we're getting a little help today in studio our intern our producer Ryan Cirque keeping an eye on the MLS draft waiting for his name to be called and um, a couple other Marshall players uh, some decent kids that uh, with with the program We'll find out. Uh, that's coming up um, throughout the. How long does that last? What another couple hours? Is it lightning round? Now that we get to draft uh, rounds two, three, and four, it goes pretty quick. Once the first round is over, the first round took like two or three hours, but now it should be pretty quick for a, a YouTube event. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's surprising how long, especially those commentators can talk. Wow. Okay. It's like the NHL draft where the entire management team. That's the one thing I don't like about the NHL draft. The entire management team have to hit the stage. So, say the Ottawa Senators' management team comes up and say the draft was being held in Montreal. They would thank everybody in Montreal for everything. You know, we want to thank the hospitality, blah, blah, blah. Congratulations. Blah. You know, they, they got to thank everybody, congratulate everybody, pat everybody on the back, pat themselves on the back. And then they got to – this is the part you would like – then they got to talk the kid up. Oh, this is a good kid. He came from a yeah, great family, fantastic player. Yeah, he's 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 big in the community. Yeah, we Ryan Cirque. He's he's our, yeah, bringing him up here. And then, you, know, you would be sitting like over in section one twenty because you wouldn't necessarily be up in a, yeah a green room. You'd be sitting in the crowd with your family, and you'd have to walk all the way down from section 120 all the way over to the stage and they'd have a jersey ready for you. So it's, it's too long. I mean, I feel like they don't need to say all those things. I'm already happy enough that I'm being drafted. It's not necessary to tell the whole world that I'm so-called great. No, they got to tell you. You got to hype you up because the NBA draft and for the most part the NFL draft is basically like, okay, let's say FC Cincinnati. If Roger Goodell was running the MLS draft. All right, with the fifth pick of the second round, FC Cincinnati picks Ryan Cirque. You would come up and right there, Deion Sanders would be ready to talk to you or somebody from the NFL network or, you know, the the, the MLS network. It, and another thing about the MLS draft is that since it is on YouTube, they don't really have the funds, I guess, to have a big ceremony like that. So everything is on Zoom or Skype of how they talk to the players. They say, oh, can you stand up and come to the camera? Stop hugging your family. Come to the camera. Let's let's talk about it. And then they talk about, oh, it's always been a dream of yours to be drafted. But it's all virtual. There's no draft in Europe. And I guess they, they blame it that it's COVID, that okay. they're doing it okay. virtual. So this is not how it happens in Europe. There's no draft. You don't draft it. You know, Manchester United doesn't draft you. They go buy you. The richest teams will always stay at the top, and that's what the MLS doesn't like. Salary cap, it's just like NFL, NBA, is that it gives other teams the chance to win, but that shouldn't be how it is. Spoken like a true to-be professional in something, Ryan Sirk. All right, Tony Kemper, we had a chance to catch up with him earlier in the day, and we heard a little bit from him, his opening remarks. We also heard from Kia Sivils. She's an instigator on the bench. She's a troublemaker, but she's having a good time. And it's great to hear that they're having fun. They like each other as a team. 
Tony talked a little bit about some things that the team still needs to work on. So I kind of wanted to get an idea from him. Is there anything specific that maybe you can talk to us about as far as those opportunities or anything tangible that we can talk about that you need to see from your team? And he talked about so there are some things they're doing now that they need to just keep doing. And then he touched on some of the other things he'd like to see the team improve on. I think that, I mean, I think there is, there's a lot of intangible things they've got to leave right where they're at. So, you know, as I said, to me, I see a group that's really happy for each other's success. That's got to stay there. Um, we need to play better on offense. And, uh, you know, defensively, we're, we're in a really good spot defensively right now. Um, it, but basketball, is, it's a really long year. We still got a whole bunch of games, and somebody's going to get us, get after us. I don't know who, but somebody will. Um, there's really good teams throughout our league. Um, we need to we need to keep. I think we've been really level-headed about what the goal is when we go into these games. I think if people make shots on us, we've been very steady with what the plan is and stayed in there. That's got to continue. Uh, we need to continue to do little things defensively to maybe throw off rhythm and stuff. We're starting to add some more things like that into our, um, you know, maybe adjustments and things in game. I think offensively, we've got to continue to grow as a team. We got to make, we got to get them more shots that they can make. They've got to step up and and make them when they get the chance. So, to me, I see the biggest area for growth. We got to leave our defense somewhere around where it's at. We've got to keep getting better on the offensive end. Seems pretty tangible to me. So, I appreciate him answering that question in that way. Uh, one other thing we're going to talk about with Coach Kemper today. We'll hear more from him tomorrow. The road trip this week, it's not going to be easy. You've got North Texas, you've got Rice, you've got to deal with a couple of really solid programs, consistent programs in the league. And it just talks about going into a couple of places where they expect to win. Those programs expect to win, but Marshall has proven it can compete with those programs. Did so last year and hopes to carry that over to this year two teams that have had a lot of success in conference. Um, they both went on the road to Middle Tennessee, which Middle Tennessee is very, very good. That's typical every year. I think when you look at their scores and some of the teams they've beaten, um, they might be leading the Big Ten right now if they were in the Big Ten, from what I remember. Um, you know, So that's a good team. That's a tough place to play. I think you kind of take that that one game that they both played with a grain of salt. Right? They're going home now. Um, I believe you're talking about the, the – champ and the runner-up, I think, on their side from last year. Um, We were able to split with them last year. They were two huge games for our team at the time we got them. Um, I think, you know, some of the defensive things you're seeing is a carryover from the end of the year last year. This this team was playing really well at the end of the year last year, too. And um, maybe it took us a little bit to put the pieces together, but we're sort of back on that same playing about how we're going to win games. We've got to play well on the defensive end and get enough offense to get the win. And um, it's going to be a, two big tests in Texas, and it starts at, in Denton on, on Thursday night. I, I think they were – I'm not sure if that game – I haven't looked that far ahead. I don't know if it's on ESPN+. Plus, But it's on the student radio station, 88.1 WNUL. So if you don't – um, have an opportunity to maybe uh, watch it. You can listen to it. Of course, we're going to be on the air Thursday as well, so you can go back and forth. Uh, we definitely encourage you to do that. Uh, 
as Marshall in action. We'll have the men coming up. We go on the air at 6 o'clock. The women are on the road. We'll be keeping tabs on that all throughout the night on Thursday. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We got Ryan Serkin studio. He's our intern. Of course, if you recognize his name, it's because he was a part of the Marshall University men's soccer team that won the national championship. He is uh, also an aspiring broadcasting student, so he's with us for uh, the semester. I'm looking forward to having him on with us. He knows a lot about the MLS, obviously, as soccer is his background. Uh, we're waiting to see which Marshall players, if any, will be named. Also, Mr. Cirque is named as uh, an eligible player for the draft. However, if I go by the Marshall message boards, I'm not even talking about you, dude. I, I need to correct that right now. Somebody get on those message boards and and hype up Ryan Sirk. That's not right. I'm I'm not I'm not down with that. I'm not happy. I mean that kind of hurts my feelings a little bit, but it's as expected. I hope at least that they're talking about Pedro Dolabella, Vitor Diaz, Nathan Dos Santos, maybe Milo Yosef. He got mentioned. He got mentioned. At least they're being mentioned, and it's good. But it hurts my feelings that I'm not on there. But I guess I didn't prove enough. That's okay. What did Pedro do? Just the mayor of Huntington. What did Santos do? What did that guy do? Didn't I mean, I guess they did score. Uh, Nathan Dos Santos scored a penalty against Clemson, but so did I. So I'm taking all the credit there. So what you're saying is you're just as good as him. Maybe. All right, shots fired. Shots fired. So come on now. You guys are on those message boards. Talk my guy up a little bit. Uh, he could be walking out of here in the next uh, few hours with a MLS contract. Or uh, do you have any aspirations? If uh, MLS doesn't uh, work out, they don't come a calling. Uh, is there any other um, opportunities for someone like yourself uh, that wants to continue your career? Uh, is MLS maybe uh, the best option for uh, American-born players that maybe aren't going over the Europe right away? Is there any other opportunity for you? So I could talk for a long time about this. Okay. So for me as a as an American soccer player, I went through an MLS academy. I played at the Columbus Crew Academy. So my first step to going pro would have been signing directly when I was 18, go get a professional contract there. That didn't work out, obviously. So then the next step is go to college, try and go professional there. I spent four years here, and now I have the chance to go professional. If that doesn't work, then there is also a USL draft. So USL, there's USL Championship and USL League One. A former Marshall player, Alaos Manu, maybe you recognize him, maybe you don't. He won the USL League One Championship last year with Union Omaha. So there's something to know. But there's also a draft there, and they can pick up players as free agents that didn't get drafted in the MLS. And that would be the next step for a professional soccer player Coming out of college, that's a, technically a free agent. Okay. So there are options for you and some of these other players. Are well. Probably the big hang-up, as you mentioned earlier, was the fact that they're not uh, naturalized citizens. They're not American-born. So MLS is going to take more American talent because of roster. you got to keep those spots open because they're going to go spend some money too. Just you know, Maybe not as much as the European teams are going to spend. And from what I've heard um, for the international players that are on the Marshall soccer team is that if they don't get drafted, they will try to go pro in their professional – in their countries. Um, 
So it, de it really depends on what happens here will determine what they decide to do. Ryan Sirk, he's going to be with us uh, all semester long. He is, of course, um, not wearing it right now, but he's got his Marshall Championship gear on. He's just, he's just reminding us all. A little star means national champion. You can't take that off the logo. We're going to wrap this one up. We'll get your phone calls in when we continue. You can join us by calling 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. That's the White Claw Hard Seltzer phone line. Also, our text line, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, but there's still time for you. You can join the program, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Our phone line this hour brought to you by White Claw. White Claw, heart seltzer, it is made pure. And our text line is 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. And, of course, if you're on social media, you know the easy way to find me is on Twitter, at Paul Swan. We also are on Facebook. It's The Drive with Paul Swan. And if you're a fan of our Facebook page, and if you have your phone with you and you, you, you get on Facebook using your phone, you can listen to the podcast right there using your Facebook app. It's on our page, but it's only mobile right now. So if you're using the mobile version of Facebook, you can listen to the show podcast that way. Or if you like doing it the old-fashioned way, you can follow us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio. Does anyone use Stitcher Radio? I mean, let, you know what? I'm trying to target a younger audience. I've got our intern with us here. He has one Ryan Sirk. From the Marshall Soccer Program, now interning with us here. You're um, you're my target demo. I'm trying to reach out to the younger audience here. Are you, does anyone use Stitcher? Do you even know what that is? Podcast? I'm going to be honest. I've never heard of it. You spot a hot file you've heard of. So how I listen to podcasts. I, I can't wait to hear this. This Spotify. is going to be good. That's the easiest way. Everyone has Spotify. Okay. I just look it up. And if, I've created podcasts, and I'm going to be creating one this semester. And how you... How I do it is with the Anchor app. The Anchor app puts everything out there on all sorts of – there's like Steam Labs. There's Apple Podcasts. But I just use Spotify. I'm on Android. So that's the easiest way for me. Okay. Um, you know, um, be careful, though. If you're going to try to – you're going to hit it big in podcasting, you'll eventually have to host your podcast because, you know, you want to make money off that, which you couldn't do until this upcoming season. You could have had maybe the uh, Ryan Cirque podcast make money off that while – you were on the Marshall soccer team. Should have done that. I'm a little too late now, but I can still spill some of the secrets, I guess. There you go. You can charge money there, do a Patreon. You can make some money off that. Okay. Uh, you know, that's see, that's an avenue right there. You know, you could you could trailblaze. And next thing you know, we could have the Marshall soccer podcast. You know, you could anchor that and make some money and you could bring current players on, possibly. I, I don't know. You guys can maybe get together come up with some sort of business plan here because you can do that now which you know we know that 99% of student athletes aren't going to make money to get rich off of but at least you can I don't know pay rent 
do something that maybe pay rent or at least go out to eat now and then with uh, with the revenues that you guys definitely don't get as student athletes because you get so much going on. You can't really work a second job or do anything. You have a full-time job. It's student athlete. And that's what I'm a little bit nervous about now is getting a job, paying bills, and all of those things. But I am excited for it because it's another chapter in my life that I've never experienced. I mean, I've had summer jobs, but that's over the summer. It's only temporary. But I am excited to finally start a career. And unless I get drafted, I will be retiring from soccer. So here's my announcement. But it retiring from soccer will lead me to bigger and better things, I hope. And I am excited for it. All right. The message boards are still following this as well. And I'm just going to say this information came from the show here. Um, one poster on the message boards uh, said that uh, actually brought up the point that Marshall players are at a disadvantage right now because uh, international spots on MLS rosters. So good information here today on this show. You didn't get that anywhere else except here first. That Whoever po- posted that probably got it from us. I got it from you. I didn't know it. I learned something today. I'll give you some credit. I mean, you had to have trusted me to come on here and, and say those things. I was smart enough to ask you. Right? That's what it is. I was smart enough to trust you. So Ryan's going to be with us throughout the semester. You might not hear him every day, but he's going to be with us. He's also going to be calling a, a lot of men's and women's basketball over on the student station, 88.1 WMUL. So if you listen to the student station at times for women's games, you listen to the men over there, you're going to hear Ryan uh, throughout the semester, so uh, no pressure. Do a good job. No pressure whatsoever. None. Thank you for that. Yeah. You don't get to do the road games, though, because that's taken up by Jason Courier. Unfortunately, he has the best job where he gets to travel and commentate. Right? That seems perfect to me. He's got a good job there. I, I told him I could not stand listening to – I was trying to watch the, the game on the road for the women, and I could not stand the, the announcers because – it's hit or miss with the ESPN Plus crews because you know, at Marshall you got I mean, Mark Martin's calling the game for men's basketball. If it's not Mark, it's Jake Griffith, and they do a fantastic job. Jake spends hours upon hours preparing. Uh, he's doing broadcasting arts and crafts uh, every night, it seems, and I know you are as well for, for your broadcast. And some of the other broadcasts don't measure up Some are really good. Some are not so good. So uh, Jason does a great job. He's very consistent uh, when he's on the road. So you can at least uh, listen. It's listenable. I can actually tune in. He's excited. He gets gets it done. Uh, We're also saying nice things about him because he helps us with our job here on a daily basis. So so we have to say nice things about him. That's rule number one. Make sure the SID likes you. That's a a good tip uh, in your... And your side of things. So make sure the SID likes you. That's going to do it for this edition of Ryan's an intern, so you can pull that music up. Oh, did you stop it? Yeah, I did. I okay. wasn't sure what happened. Okay. Um, that is outro music. I thought we had went over this yesterday. That's not your fault. That was the people that I entrusted you with yesterday to show you that. So that's outro music. So I'm going to talk up to the last production element because that's a hard-timed event. 
So I'm actually doing instruction on the air as we speak, as we wrap up the show. So there is about 20 seconds left until this will automatically fire. This music bed is a minute. It gives me an idea, a verbal cue that, okay, start wrapping up because sometimes I don't pay attention to the clock. So now I got to do it the old-fashioned way. Pay attention to the clock and say, for Ryan Sirk, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. West Virginia Metro News, I'm Alex Thomas. The House of Delegates passing measures aimed at incentivizing a company to come to the Mount State. The votes ahead of Governor Jim Justice making a major economic announcement during tomorrow's State of the State address. Wood County Delegate Bill Anderson says the whole state will benefit from this development. Mason County's fine with me because it will benefit West Virginia. It will draw construction workers from many counties in West Virginia. It will draw future employees from many counties in West Virginia. Lawmakers say the company could build a $2.7 billion facility in Mason County and employ 800 people full-time. West Virginia has plenty of beds to treat COVID-19 patients, yet there has been a spike in hospitalizations. West Virginia Hospital Association President and CEO Jim Kaufman says the increase in hospital visits has to do with major staffing shortages and has nothing to do with bed capacity. We have about 500 fewer beds that are in operation from August of last year or August 2020 to December and it's simply due to a staffing issue. While there's a need for nurses and doctors, he says support staff members are feeling the pinch too. It's respiratory therapists, it's environmental services, it's medical technicians. West Virginia surpassed 800 COVID hospitalizations this week, which is no surprise to Kaufman given the spread of the Omicron variant and post-holiday gatherings. I'm Kerry Hudasek, WVMetroNews.com. You're listening to Metro News, the voice of West Virginia.